You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Wired. Two weeks ago, the Biden administration announced that anyone over 18 who has received two doses of an mRNA vaccine will be eligible to receive a third booster shot, with rollout beginning in September. At first, they said these shots would be available eight months after the second dose, but now it seems as though it could be moved up even earlier to six months, based on data reviewed by the FDA. Though Johnson & Johnson's shot wasn't part of the initial plan, new data indicates that a second dose will help generate a strong immune response, and the company hopes to be part of booster distribution. Still, the decision to offer boosters to otherwise healthy Americans has raised questions among experts, particularly with regard to global vaccine equity. More institutions and companies are now mandating vaccinations, particularly since the FDA granted Pfizer and BioNTech's shot full approval. These include the Department of Defense, the University of California system, city workforces in Los Angeles and Chicago, and even Goldman Sachs. The new governor of New York has said she'll institute them, and almost every major medical and healthcare professional association has advocated for mandates, too. While there are concerns about equity, for example, that members of marginalized groups might have a harder time accessing a shot, and mandates would deny them access to certain spaces, uptake of COVID shots among minorities is actually quite strong. And the most important thing to know, especially with cases in the U.S. still high, is that mandates work. And Pfizer-BioNTech have struck a new deal with Europharma, a Brazilian pharmaceutical company, to make doses of their COVID-19 vaccine in and for Latin America. The region has had its share of supply problems, but vaccinations are on the rise. Elsewhere, Japan suspended use of more than 1.5 million Moderna doses this week after they were found to be contaminated, an unfortunate turn as the country tries to speed up vaccinations while cases surge. In better news, India has officially given at least one shot to more than half of its eligible population. And Myanmar announced today that it will vaccinate the country's Rohingya minority. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech in Two newsletter at wired.com tt. So if you ask anyone in the Wired newsroom, what's on your mind? Here's what some of us are thinking about. 
big tech. The coronavirus pandemic. Climate change. Disinformation and election security. What policing should look like in the future. This is Get Wired. And I'm your host, Lauren Good. Every story about technology is really a story about people. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Get Wired. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.